Hey guys, welcome to the Take Points African Podcast. My name is Muiwa. My name is Titi Lola. I'm Adwani And I'm Emmanuel. Yeah, this is the remote edition of Take Points African Podcast. <laughs> the first remote edition. <laughs> uh, if you're a regular listener, I we told you guys last week that going forward, we'll all be working from home. So we have to be recording this remotely. It's been a challenge, but we'll still be doing it anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very well, but hopefully, hopefully after this week we will figure things out. Anyway, yeah, how are you guys doing? How are we are we social distancing properly? Are we, are we or how are we doing? We are trying. Yeah, hmm. uh, we are trying. Yes, that is. Yeah, we are doing. Everyone is just doing our best. I only left my house once since Saturday and Sunday. That was yesterday to do some fresh food shopping. Other than that, okay, yeah, to visit someone. I was supposed to visit, but this was mm-hmm. very, very important. So I didn't have a choice. So I did. But after, after that, since that, I've not stepped out. Wow. Social distance. It's been crazy. Yeah. The numbers are, I mean, according to the NCDC now, we now have like 51 cases in Nigeria, confirmed. 51. Including the chief of staff. <laughs> to the president and even there are rumors that uh, President Buhari too might be sick yeah, but we heard even that though it was announced that he announced wow. I mean yes, it makes so sense yes. that they, I, I, I would never <laughs> advise that they say anything about him being positive at this moment like yeah. Yeah, the yeah, emotions are flying around and everybody's it's scared of stuff in, yeah and I mean it's kind of the same all over, all over Africa different numbers all over Africa and you know all the governments are trying to do all the things they can do in Lagos for example now uh, starting yesterday, yesterday they closed all the markets, yeah. open markets, and advised everybody to do all the shopping they need to do. Mm. And then, um, they, of course, schools already closed last week. Yeah. So even children in boarding schools have come back. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard recently that the federal government is going to ban instant street travel by bus yeah. so that people don't go I around, move around well. states. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's similar things happening all around the uh, Africa. Uh, the figures are, are kind of high in Ghana compared to that which was recorded in Kenya. Ghana has like 132 confirmed cases at the moment. With of the coronavirus. Wow. As as wow. Yesterday, wow. Yes, three deaths and 132 confirmed cases. So to that is crazy. reduce that number or not to make it go beyond that, they have closed. Um, different establishments, schools, just like it is in Nigeria, for example. They close schools, close um, and all basic educational institutions. Aside that, all conferences have been suspended, political rallies are suspended, but hotels, shopping malls, supermarkets, restaurants, clubs, and drinking spots are still allowed to run. With the, yes, <laughs> with the directive that they should um, intensify their hygiene um, activities, mm. like they should intensify hygiene in the places, uh, so they are still allowed to run. I'm thinking that that's weird. For, for that high number, they should just they should have directed them that they should all close. But I don't know. But as yeah, that's it, weird. That clubs clubs are just as as. Um, What's the word I'll use now? As a mm-hmm. um, oh, close contact and, of uh, people, mosques. like in those places, yes. Wow. Exactly. Okay. That they should actually ban 
close from because wow. and again Ghana's population there's just, they're just about 28 million and you have one year 32 cases that's that's quite that's a lot yeah. from that that's probably around the state well, of emergency and to be fair maybe, like, again they are not testing enough people and, and it's the yeah. same case we yeah. have all over africa Africa. Yeah. Enough people. How about South Africa, Titi? Oh, yeah, in South Africa, um, the South African government is actually very scared because, you know, a large percentage of their population have, have HIV, tuberculosis, mm. and a lot of these ailments. And they are scared that oh. because of these yeah. ailments, their immune mm. systems are way, way down. More, they're more, more susceptible to, like, contracting the virus. So... They've done a lot of things, in oh. the, like in the past just one or two weeks, they've um, they've implemented travel ban from Irish com- um, countries around the world, like the like China and Italy and the rest. And also, um, the thing is crazy because as of Monday they had, on Sunday they had 128 cases, and by Monday it's increased by 47 percent. Wow! Oh my goodness! Yes. Wow. Oh so, my and, and so yeah, so um from last night, that's Thursday, yesterday, midnight on Thursday, they are they are implementing a nationwide ban. Uh, nobody's allowed to come out except people that like are working. A yes, a lockdown. Mm-hmm. A nationwide oh. lockdown. Except oh, people that work in healthcare. Yes, people that work in healthcare, security, producers of and distributors mm. of food and medical supplies. And they said banks and supermarkets and gas stations will be open as well. And they're also looking for uh, ways to uh, create temporary shelters for the homeless because oh, they're so trying they to like, uh, yeah, so that they can see, so they will not be roaming about and be, we kind of contract yeah. the virus. So, yeah. So, so all of all of this is just getting more, me worried about like businesses, how businesses will survive. You know, entrepreneurs and all of that. Mm-hmm. And one one thing that they that they rely on is co-working spaces, right? Yes. I, yeah. I mean, in Nigeria and Kenya and Ghana, I'm very sure of that. I don't know about South Africa, but I've spent enough time in Nigeria, Kenya, and Nigeria to know that they spend, they depend on co-working. Body entrepreneurs depend on co-working spaces, and then but then now people are supposed to self-isolate or social distance, mm-hmm. and co-working spaces are kind of crowded. Hmm. But for many people, this is the only place they can do business because they don't have power at home. They don't have internet. Hmm. So like it's 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 really crazy. We did a story about that, like how co-working spaces in Nigeria, for example, are coping. And I know that in Lagos, many of them have shut down. Yeah. So CCO has, has shut down with co-working space arm. Elite Space has done that too. But outside Lagos, the story is a bit different. So Abuja. People are still working. I mean, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it's. I don't well, know. Like, they they any, claim that just... they are um, they are implementing some hygienic or what was it safety measures rather safety to measures. ensure that yeah, yeah. people are like safe. But to be safe. fair, to be fair, we don't they don't mm. have um, in the population that Lagos has. So yeah, and they are trying to for keep, example, like. Yeah. I try to keep afloat. Like if they close down, how do they make money and stuff? And it's just crazy, but exactly. man, you just have to be safe. Exactly. Just like you said now, like innovation in Ibadan says they have only they don't have up to twenty five people at, in their co working space currently, so they are still within the limits, is what they are saying. Look for me, you're saying something. Yes. Um I think they are still um banking on the fact that 
not too many cases are reported in those locations. Yeah, exactly. Because left to Lagos State, yeah, yeah, yeah. they will just decide to then, to lock down. But the people with, are traveling. Exactly. So that's kind of the mentality. Even state governments, with the fact that um, the um, the, um, local state governments declared a lockdown, um, schools should not um, be in operation. Some some states are still waiting till maybe a case is reported until a case is reported before they can take those measures. You understand? So it's not a severe. That was how we got here in the first place. Yeah, yes, exactly. so I think that is what this co working space is. Are still, are still looking, are looking at Lagos into other states, and they're probably not getting tested, so they're probably spreading it. Yes, like it's it's really crazy. But yeah, like like Titi said, uh, some for some of these businesses, they have to stay off, they are thinking of they have to stay afloat, and even the entrepreneurs that use the co working spaces, for many of them, if they don't work. They they are, they are good, they are not going to survive during this period. They are not going to eat. Mm-hmm. So it's like a it's like <laughs> and it still brings us to the whole discussion of yeah exactly and it still brings us to the discussion of is Nigeria really a conducive place for running a business even outside the whole coronavirus conversation and all of that. I mean, uh, Nifemi did a story around that. There was a story like about a report saying Nigeria has one of the most conducive places in Africa or something like that. What, what? was it, what was the story? Again? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was funny. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Based on the metrics they mentioned in those reports, mentioned. What report was that, baby? First of all. I. Which uh, organization? Okay. Yes. World Bank Group. There's a report by the World Bank Group. Um, doing business 2020 report. They judge that Nigeria is one of the top improvers in creating an enabling business environment globally, based on mm. oh, globally. like improvers. Yes. Okay. Globally. globally. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. So they mentioned factors like um, registering a company, registering mm. a business, and how much you have to pay to to satisfy your business, getting mm. workspaces. So they were mentioning. Um, Metrics is like that. Aside that, there's another report, IES, about startup capitals in in Africa. Uh, among the top okay. 10, four Nigerian cities made it as um, locations where it is easy to do business. Based on um, the number of days, <laughs> the number of days it takes oh to start a business. <laughs> so, was their methodology explained? Yes, because I'd like to understand the methodology. Yes, it, and understand how they came to that conclusion. Okay, they are okay from the the um, the report about the startup capitals of in Africa mentioned that it takes um, Nigerian shorter days for. A business to start in Nigeria it takes shorter days for business than the oh, procedures okay. are not really difficult to um, to mm. meet the requirements mm. are not difficult to meet mm-hmm. so oh, okay. fine it I I think I think these metrics are not that out of place because they might apply for formal establishment and not startups okay so to say. And maybe those reports, okay. um, re- um, they fail to address issues around infrastructure, which is what that article focused on. And those are the, those are kind oh. of what supports 
a business in Nigeria. The infrastructure like electric electricity, like internet. Oh. Uh -huh. so, so you're saying the report doesn't focus on those things. Yes, they left out those things. Oh. It just based it on So you, you spoke to a couple of entrepreneurs. Is that what is that what was that the same sentiment they were reflecting? Yes, this the sentiment around uh, around infrastructure, around electricity, around literacy. Oh. Hmm. Uh -huh. uh, so of the consumer of yeah. the consumer yeah. of the general market. So okay. it's not like it is conducive or not. They're just finding a way around that to mm. make their business successful. Mm. Yeah. So the report was not maybe wholesome enough, but based on the metric that they focused on, they, they were kind of on the money somehow. Just that they didn't focus on the really important things like oh, infrastructure. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. Which yeah. is what okay. the okay. venture finance focused on. Okay. And that thing and that thing that they probably didn't focus on is financing. Yeah. And in terms of uh, business loans and all mm -hmm. of that. But even aside business loans now, with the whole issue with coronavirus and everything around that, even personal yeah. loans, because people are talking about lockdowns. So in South Africa now, a lockdown is about to happen. We don't know whether a lockdown is going to happen. It already happened the last days. night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. everywhere exactly. been quiet. And <laughs> and now people, some yeah, they are saying people should lock down. They need to stock up. But well, to stock up, they need to be able to have yeah, money. Some money. people don't have the money, so they are going to end up borrowing yeah. personal finance. And then, um, Emmanuel, you wrote a story about how the predatory, the predatory lending. Um, Practice of digital platforms, digital online lending platforms might be a problem yeah, this, yeah. during this period. What was that about? Okay, so uh, it's, it's pretty obvious. When you're in dire need of cash, you run to whoever you can or wherever you can to quickly get money. And these digital platforms, they, they are basically begging for you to come and uh, collect money. You feel like, oh, they have money to throw around. But once you get roped in, from what I observe, it's it's very very difficult to come out of it especially uh, when you consider their high interest rates the number of, of all these micro lending yeah. apps uh, we discovered that most of them have interest rates of 20 percent which you have to pay back per month but you won't notice it especially when you're borrowing small amounts like five thousand euros small then, amounts yeah, yeah. ten thousand there but when mm. you decide to go a little bit higher say twenty thirty thousand then they're asking you to pay 35,000 and you'll be like, what? Just within a month, some are even below a month, like 15 days. And hmm. according to some- Yeah, uh, very short period. Yeah, and according to some persons we spoke with, like they can even, if you default, they can embarrass the life out of you. Yes, yeah, I mean, I know I've experienced that. Like oh, no, somebody, so I got a message uh, telling me that somebody on my contact list is owing them and I should ask them to pay. I'm like, wow. what? <laughs> that's, 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 that, is that not like a anti-data protection, like a data protection breach that is there, like, uh, not, not, not really like uh, I guess I guess users accept those things when they yes, install the app yeah. so it's part of the things you like, grant them permission to access when you are installing the app so, so basically have no choice I mean that's how they even determine your credit score for some of them they look at your SMS mm -hmm. alert history uh, look at how much has been entering your accounts and how much has been leaving then they use their supposed AI I'm using air quotes here to determine your 
credit scores. And for the bigger guys, the microfinance banks like uh, Page Financials and Rare Money, it's a little bit lower, the interest rates. They are not just a little bit much lower, like 5% or 4%. But most of the mm. time, especially if you are a low-income earner or an average income earner, you can't get loans like below 50,000 most times. You have to get loans of above 100,000, 150, 200, 200,000 most times. And you can't pay back wow. within six months because they have this policy that if your salary is now of say 100,000, you can't be servicing a loan of more than 40,000 every month. On, I see. Yeah, yeah. So, but you ask my, I ask myself, okay, why is it this high in the first place? And I discovered that oh, the interest rate is compound interest. They add yeah. interest on the lump sum for that you're supposed to pay back the whole year, and add the interest okay. to each month. So let's say you're supposed well, to pay sure. uh, ten thousand naira every month as principal. Yeah. They add interest of ten thousand naira to. Uh, the 12 months and at the end of the day what you pay will be like almost half or more than half of what you borrowed at the end of the year but That's the, crazy. then again we don't notice these things because yeah they come on a monthly basis and and then, okay. and then with the whole coronavirus thing yeah. now and um, situation pandemic and people needing to survive mm. we are going to see a lot more cases of people borrowing yeah money from this platform yeah and oh, it's man. likely going to be more cases oh, of defaulting too because they cannot come and kill people <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah there'll be lots of defaulting yeah well i, I would like us to keep pay, pay attention to that but i mean it's looking like it's all bad news now and all of that so i think we should go away from all of that mm. because it's getting to places <laughs> let's talk about is there a solution is there is there anything so um i know you did a story about artificial intelligence and um, AI regulations around yeah okay so developed nations are kind of using yeah, AI to figure out some yeah, things around yeah, exactly. uh, so solutions for coronavirus so, so what's the story there yeah. for Africa for Africa uh, AI it's really not a thing yet as much as we would like even around the world mm-hmm. AI has not developed to the extent of what we see in science fictions I mean obviously but mm-hmm. they are using mm-hmm. it to do a lot of things like before uh the coronavirus was even confirmed by the World Health Organization in Wuhan nine days before it was confirmed. An artificial intelligence platform in the US, I think Blue Dots, had already detected an unusual strain of pneumonia in Wuhan market. That was nine days before. Oh. So. Oh, right. Then not only Blue Dot, Health Map, Metabiota. Health map, I think it belongs to an artificial intelligence platform in a school in the US. Now, these are things that are, that are already in place. Then, currently, China, I think they've fought back very, very well against the coronavirus, and it's with the help of platforms like Tencent and uh, Baidu. They've developed artificial intelligence yeah. platforms that can be testing uh, patients because, of course, they don't have the staff to be testing people all mm. the time because lots of people are getting mm-hmm. contacted uh, with the virus but with the artificial intelligence they're able to screen a large number of people at a particular time but in africa yeah. we look at the lack of basic infrastructure the health uh, care system that does not have enough data records um the story still doesn't seem uh, to be good for now but in the future, if we're able to uh, scale through this, this could be a food for thought. Okay, we should be ahead of the curve, ahead of the, of the, uh, curve, yeah. the conversation. Not that we should be 
we react in like the way we always do. But if regulations mm. are in place to actually build artificial intelligence system, not just buy and import, because importing, according to mm. a discussion I had with uh, Alexado, the a product manager at Nvidia, importing these equipments are very, very expensive. Some cost as much as $500,000. So... Mm. Mm. That that so we need local solutions. Local for all solutions, of this, yes, 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 because Google. I mean, it's timely that uh, last. Oh, sorry, I thought you. No, no, you continue. Yeah, so it's timely. That, I mean, last week we still talked about talked about how some of the hubs like Ventures Platform and CCO are calling out for solutions, and they are hoping to support with as much as five thousand yeah. dollars and give them space to work and all that. People that have solutions around, you know, coronavirus and um, curbing the spread of coronavirus in Africa. Mm. And I know there are other people that are announcing different solutions and all of that. Yeah. So uh, hopefully it's more is more of action than fluff, and mm. we'll see some interesting solutions coming out of this. Yeah, very important. But I mean, for now it's very important we still stay safe. Yeah. So like we we are doing our we are, we are working remotely. We are doing our own parts. By the way, if you guys notice, everybody listening, if you notice the dip in quality, again it's because we are we are doing this remotely. So the sound is, may not be as good as you are used to. We're trying our best, and then I mean everybody. Just a reminder that everybody has to stay safe. Social distancing very important. If you feel unwell, self-isolate so you don't spread to other people. Maintain personal hygiene. Wash your hands regularly. If you can't wash, use the sanitizer. What other tips are there? Mm-hmm. When you feel when you feel any symptoms. Um, call toll numbers that lead to your um, to the NCDC so that you can get tested and self isolate. Okay, yeah. Self isolate is very important. Yeah. I think the NCDC toll number for that's for Nigeria is zero eight zero zero nine seven. Zero oh zero eight zero zero nine seven corona. Is that it? No, I think it's zero eight zero. Corona or something. I know there's Corona there. Wait, how do you write? Yeah. How do you type in Corona with your keypad? Like that. No, you just type the figure that has the letters. So yeah. You have the type the figure that has letters. Okay, we'll, we'll put all of that. We'll put the details. We'll put all the numbers and everything. Yeah, in the please don't notes, call. Even for don't call the lines Nigeria. just to test whether it works or not. You'll be you'll be blocking oh, other people important. from reaching them. Please don't be mm. those people. Yeah, that, <laughs> very important. That reminds me of the issue about network in this period, like. <laughs> I just hope it doesn't uh, get overloaded. Yeah. Uh, because of everybody's at home and everybody's trying yeah, to yeah, connect. Yeah, yeah. use the yeah. internet. Wow. Anyway, um, guys, if you have any other tips, we'd like to hear from you. Or if you have any feedback about any of the stories we talked about, you can email us at podcasts at techpoint.africa. You can also tweet at us and use the hashtag, hashtag techpointafricapodcast. And please, guys, don't forget to stay safe. Um, oh, by the way, we, we should... We, oh, we should talk about know, um, Tech Point we, we, are, we postponed Startup School. Yeah. yeah, we announced it last week. It was supposed to hold between Wednesday and today. It was supposed to end today, Friday. But we had to postpone it. So, I mean, those who are already paid, already got the information ahead about it. So, in case you're wondering, we, are, we had to postpone it because it would have been very responsible for us to go ahead with it. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to happen. It's going to be happening happening in June now, last week of June. Hopefully, by that time, all of this would dust would have settled on all of this. Yeah. So we're very hopeful. 
Um, anything else? I forgot. Anything else? Yeah, you can it's find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, yeah. SoundCloud, Stitcher, and everywhere you find your podcast. Yeah, thank you. And we'll make sure that we'll keep, we'll keep uh, bringing information to you every week. So always watch out for the podcast and always check out TechPoint North Africa for any other news updates. Again, guys, stay safe. So next, we'll catch you again next week. Uh, bye. Bye. How do you sign out? I don't know how to sign out somewhere. <laughs> different, different locations. Some of us are not even in Lagos, but I'm not mistaken. Yeah, same time, same <laughs> right, station next again. week. <laughs>